inspiration, success stories, expert advice, strategies, new ideas, and amazing conversations. Everything you need to become a great speaker. This is Oscar Santolaya, and welcome to Time to Shine. Hello, and thanks for joining. And this episode is especially for women, women who want to be great communicators and leader. And I had the pleasure to invite for the second time an amazing lady who has new projects to tell us. I'm talking about Tulia Lopez. Tulia believes communication and collaboration are the keys to develop and expand any kind of business and excel in whatever areas you want to achieve in your life. Her yearly event, or Summit, is focused on giving voice to women and promoting collaborations and partnerships. To support women's professional growth even further, next September she will be launching another venture, Speak Up and Lead Academy, a platform focused on developing female global leaders by fostering and honing their communication and leadership skills. She is also an author and her book, Leading in High Heels, is a step-by-step guidebook to help women to assess their leadership skills and find the techniques to improve further. Tulia is an award-winning speaker at the European level within Toastmasters International, and she is frequently invited to speak in several different platforms throughout Europe on topics of communication, leadership, women's impact, and empowerment. Hello, Tulia. Hello, Oscar. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure talking with you again after a bit more than two years, I believe. Yes, I think it's time flies, huh? Time flies. That's, that's true. So I would like to hear what happened in these last two years. So focus, of course, on the very recent things that you are doing. Oh, that's very difficult to tell everything that's ha- that happened in the last two years. But I will share with you what are the most um, exciting and projects that I have in the pipeline, which will be launched now in September, which you, you just mentioned, which is the Speak Up and Lead Academy. And the reason for this project, for this new platform, is based on what I have been developing for the past, I would say, almost seven, eight years now. And I decided to create a space, a platform, where we will focus on communication and leadership, but towards women, towards professional women who want to have a voice out there. Because, you know, Oscar, we all, um, men and women, we have our particularities in our ways of communicating. And I do believe that um, if we want to really achieve success, greatness, and excel in everything we do, we have to start from our communication, from how we communication, how we communicate, and how we connect through our voice and through our message. So the Speak Up and Lead will be focusing on specific methods and systems for communication to help specifically women on that matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, excellent, excellent project. Um, and as you are focusing this uh, this project in women, that when I first heard about that, came to my mind. Yes, um, about seeing women 
as listed as speakers in event, no, rather in several type of industries or even non-profits. And you always see in most of the cases, the majority are still men, even though I see that the number of uh, women are, are growing there. I'm sure you know more about that. Uh, why we still see less female speakers than male speakers in most of the conferences? Well, this was the reason I started my journey towards women and uh, back um, 2014, specifically with my event, The Awesome, which I believe was what we talked about mm -hmm. last yes. interview, and where I created the event to give voice to women. And I have, from my experience, and as also being women myself, a woman, And I would point three aspects. And one, I believe, is can be related to topics, the topics that we talk more and that our events more focused on, let's say, innovation, technology, yeah. IT, science. These are topics that, um, unfortunately, uh, women don't have a bigger presence And these, I find that these are the biggest conferences where you see the, the conferences that attract a large amount of, of people or from several different backgrounds, even if the topics are uh, IT, technology, etc. So, therefore, um, we unfortunately don't see uh, too many women on those events on, on stage, but it's increasing step, step by step. However, there are there are many other events that now is coming up um, focused on women. So then, then you see more women on on stage. But unfortunately, yes, I do agree with you. There is still like uh, the majority of the events we see out there, they are less um, women as are less represented than men. And the second thing I also believe is the biases that this creates. Like I say. I am a promoter myself, but I focus on women. So I always have, I always look for female speakers for my event. But I believe promoters out there, event organizers out there, when they look for speakers for their events, I think um, without thinking too much, they always think about men. So uh, um, again, I believe there is not so much Uh, so many women there with a presence, with international presence, or even with a local presence uh, as a speaker for, for to be rem uh, remembered in the, the moment of the selection process. So, and the third one, I believe also is that they are not prepared. And this is where I come from with my Speak Up and Lead Academy and from my experience with the All Summit, because From the Ox Summit experience, for example, which we are already, uh, we have an event in Zurich, Porto, and Barcelona. Every time I go looking for speakers, what happens is sometimes I, I search around and I see the women who are creating impact in, locally. And, um, and I find very interesting uh, women, very interesting professionals uh, doing uh, really good things. However, uh, Believe me or not, many of them are not prepared to be on stage. And when I have my interview with, with them or when I have I, or even when I ask them to send their material for the selection process 
and in many cases, those materials are poorly presented, and they don't um, they don't have a standard that we expect to have. Then to to carry to invite them to to do, to join. Oh, sorry, to invite them to join our stage. So I think this is these are the three main aspects. Like first, as I said, um, most of the big events that we can see uh, in the global stage are in areas that women are not very much represented, which is IT, technology, finance, and those kind of areas. Promoters tend to, to go for men also because you see more men's profiles as speakers out there. Mm-hmm. And the third would be that, unfortunately, I believe women still have to, to be prepared, to prepare themselves um, in a more professional way, in a more... Um, challenging and uh, interesting way to put themselves forward as speakers and to compete to be on those stages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you have uh, illustrated very well. These are, I think, the quite the most important points uh, why this this really happens in, <clears throat> especially number three is where, as the same as you have seen um, uh, women who have very interesting stories leading amazing projects but yeah the communication skills are not in the level they would need to so with your experience yes when your experience in 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 seeing this uh, uh, with a closer eye what would you say are these um this these characteristics that need to be improved in in women or they are not uh not doing so well in particularly in, in mm-hmm. professional women I would say um, to add a little bit more and about not prepared. I also believe that many men are not prepared and they are on stage anyways. But however, they come with certain kind of confidence that, you know, it, they overcome their 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 lack of communication skills because they, they are there to, they are willing to share their stories. And I, I think the women in the case, um, besides of not being prepared, um, having a, a, a proper training as we do have and um is everything is reflected in your body language i think it is that's the first mm. thing because if you're not prepared if you're insecure if your if your message is not aligned to what you truly believe everything shows in your body and this is what people say when people say, oh, why, why these people don't understand me? Or they, they have an intention, but the impact they create is different and they don't realize why. They, they have these big questions, Mark, what, but that's not what I meant. But it, I have a, a training, specific training, which is called Your Boy Talks and It Talks Loud, because that's, that's one a very important aspect in communication that most people, I'm not only saying women, but most people neglect, which is your nonverbal communication. And when you're not prepared, when you're not confident, that will show in the way you stand, in, in your gestures, in your voice, in your voice modulation, in the speech. And um, for example, women, unfortunately, we have one specific um a handicap, let's put that way, where if we get nervous or we tend to hire our pitch and we can sound a little bit a little bit uh, girlish, and when you sound girlish, you lose authority. 
immediately people listen to you that might be not even be conscious, but they they don't trust you. And a communicating and even more on, on stage is about building trust. And building trust from a stage is quite tricky. It's not easy. So for the moment you step on stage, you really need to show that I'm here to share to you something that matters to you. And this has to be told in your body immediately before you open your mouth. So this is, uh, for me, are, are where women, uh, we're talking about women, but I see that on men as well. Sure. But women tend to to shrink themselves. Um, you see them crossing legs. They, you see them holding hands, touching the hair. All of these are signs of, uh, of feeling uncomfortable. And the moment you're feeling uncomfortable, you send a message that you're not confident and that you're not at ease. And then in the back of my mind as an audience, I'll be thinking, why should I listen to you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's great you mentioned body language because these are things that many people don't are not good at reading body language, but but they people will still um, feel the effect or, of the, the wrong body language, right? It's the, the yeah, I think it's, it's a handicap people um, uh, not learning how to run, uh, to uh, read body language. I One of the exercises I give you on my trainings is like from now on, you're going to become an observer and you're going to sit in a bar, in a cafe somewhere, and you're just going to observe people <laughs> communicating and their body. So and it's very entertaining, I'm telling you, and you can play around like not listening, not hearing what they are saying, just trying to figure out from their body what the conversation is about or kind of be listening a bit nosy and listening what your the table next to you is talking about and kind of is analyzing if their body is aligned. Because one thing, Oscar, for sure, is if you're, if you're not confident in what you say, mm -hmm. your body will show. Mm. And the big difference from us and uh, speakers and uh, performers, uh, this is why performers and an actor, an actress is, is good, is when this person is able to really internalize a message, a character that comes the, where the voice, the verbal message and the body language is connected. So this is when someone is really a true actor and true actress, that you really think that person is that person. But us, we are our own character. So when we are on stage, we are there to be ourselves, to share ourselves. We are not there to act. So it's very important that we are truly, fully connected to our message. Mm. Yeah, that's true. So, um, and that's in general, men and women have to perform your own, your own best, the best version of yourself, but your own. So otherwise you are acting uh, like someone else and people will, uh, will, will notice that it's, you are fake. Exactly. Mm. So you already mentioned uh, one thing is about body language and what else besides body language would be the, your top piece of advice uh, for women, especially in general to improve their communication skills. Well, um, I think it is, 
I wouldn't say that it's for women especially. Well, the body language it, it is related to the confidence, okay? And the, the structure of your message. And also allowing, I think, is is important to, to be able to understand that when you're there, when you're delivering a message, is you, you have to understand who is your audience in the first place and what kind of language this audience are used to communicate with and you have to adapt your message to reach that the audience and i see this like um i find difficult to say to you uh, oh one specific thing for women uh, i would say the body language in those aspects saying would be one that i see more women not showing confidence through their body while men can show more confidence through their body, by the way they stand, by the way they gesture, and for having the advantage of having a strong, deep voice. Strong, deep voice gives authority. That's what we feel as animals. Like we, we, we hear a strong voice and we, it immediately we, we stop to listen to it. And while we women, sometimes we have a very high pitch voice and that it doesn't work in our favor. So we have to also work on that as well. If it's your case, if it's the case of that specific woman. But, um, one other thing that, um, that I would like to mention is this is the message itself. Because I also, um, because of the, the awesome it, I am approached by many women and they come to me, oh, I have a strong message to share. I want, I, I, I have a message to impact your audience. But they are still thinking from the perspective of themselves. Oh, this is my message. And here I'm giving this to you. Listen to me. And it doesn't work that way. Your audience comes to see what you have to give to them. And even if your, your message, of course, is coming from you, from your experience, you have to elaborate that in a way that will interest them. Because it doesn't, it's not necessarily that because you have a strong message, a powerful message, that this message will resonate to every audience. So it's very important to know your audience. It's very important when you are approaching a promoter, approaching an event that you want to speak on that event, you ask as many questions as possible about the event itself and about the audience because you really need to shape your, your message to feed that audience. To make it very simple and clear, I would say to you, it's about talking uh, about one, one specific topic to a, a, a group of adults and then the same topic to a group of children. So even if the topic is the same, you have to use different language to reach the two audiences. So knowing your audience and uh, customizing the, the message based on that. Exactly. And so if I could add one more thing that just came to my mind now is uh, about uh, when we are speaking, it, as this is about to create a rapport, is about to connect. And we tend to, um, of course, there in the audience, you see many faces. And when you say something, you might see a face that is not a good face. And what I, I 
my advice is don't take it personal. Your story might have resonated to that person and in a way that brought that person back to a moment of her, his life, which it was a moment that was maybe not the best moment. And that is show on the face. This come again, the body showing what are you thinking? And, and what happens is I feel like women and many women, when they are speaking and they see those faces, they start getting too nervous and they uh, lose their track. So you have to focus on, move on to the faces that are nodding at you, that are uh, smiling at you because these people are connected to your, your message in a different way, in a more positive way. So this is also another thing. And when I talk about communication, not only from a stage, don't take things personal. When someone makes a comment on what you said, and is that comment maybe is not the, the best comment or the most positive comment, it's not what you expected to hear, don't allow that to uh, completely uh, shatter you. Learn how to ask questions. Because um, you will see that everybody sees things in a different perspective. And when they, people comment something, unless they comment directly towards you and in uh, you know, an aggressive way or in a diminished way, they are attacking you, that we know that. But when someone makes a comment that makes you doubt or makes you feel insecure or makes you feel like, why is this person saying this? Did I say something and that was not, um, that didn't resonate properly with the person that was, uh, it, it was not aligned with my intention. We have to start learning to how, how to ask questions and really uh, get back to the conversation, even ask, why, why are you mentioning this? Why, why did you see that way? Because um, my intention was different from what I can see you, you perceived this in a different way. So then you start this conversation and this is a good uh, learning experience for both sides because maybe the other person didn't even notice that the comment uh, she or he made was um, was a bit challenging or was uh, inappropriate or etc. And you also uh, have the opportunity to learn more about how your message is um, perceived by others. Mm -hmm. So this would be my second thing. Uh, or maybe the third, not right, and learn how to don't take things personally and learn how to ask questions. Yes, I, I could agree more. So, Tulia, in, in order to see some references, you might know very well who today are great female speakers. Could you, could you tell us a couple of names? Um. I have to do some researching on that, to be honest with you, <laughs> because I said, whoever would like to, to mention as uh, speakers, but I will, um, there are some names, uh, but probably um, your audience wouldn't, wouldn't know these, these names because um, they are not in a way internationally, but I have some on my list women that I follow because they are out there giving a very strong message and they are challenging the status quo and the stereotypes and on their message as women in an environment, uh, in a professional environment. And one of them is a, a lady who I, um, 
I follow for, for a few few years already. She, her name is Kristen Presner. She is the HR uh, for Latin America, Europe in Hochhoz in in Switzerland, and she is um, she has been speaking TED as, a couple of times, and she has a very interesting uh, speech on biases and uh, as being someone in HR. She mentions that she once realized that she also had biases against hiring women. And I found that very uh, brave from her, from her position to openly talk about that. And she realized that herself as women and being the position she is, being talking about uh, how women, how companies should hire more women, all of a sudden she saw herself in a position that she had two CVs there, a man and a woman, and she she instinctively, she had these biases uh, going towards the men than the women. And I found that fascinating. And the other one is a close, um, is a close uh, friend, uh, and she is she was a speaker in the All Summit, our All, first All Summit event. Her name is Jane Franklin. She is in UK, in London. And this lady is on cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. So again, another woman who is... Um, advancing her voice in a very, very male-dominated environment. And she has been awarded lately on her achievements in cybersecurity and also for promoting women in on that uh, field. And I also would like to mention this one we everybody knows, which is Sheryl Sandberg, mm-hmm. because um, in her first book, and the leaning book, which became very famous, uh, which I recommend everybody to read, not only women, but men as well. In fact, my husband, Marcus, he, he did read the book and he really enjoyed it. But Cheryl, being someone who has a higher position in Facebook, as you know, she is the CFO. And um, she uh, showed herself as a very very much a, a woman around the corner, like um, that could be myself, that could be any other women out there that are professionals and they're trying on a ba- daily basis to accommodate professional family uh, relationships, friendships, and struggling with that, And but one step after the other moving forward. And I thought that and I do believe that the reason she she became famous on that book uh, with that book uh, also is because she showed um, herself as a person, as a woman, not as a superwoman. She showed her um, her insecurities. She showed her and um, being very humble, accepting um, the difficulties on her journey of being in the position she is. So these will be the three ladies that I will uh, mention to you. I can um, then send you more information about Jane Franklin and um, Kristen Presner. You can share with your community because they are definitely two women to, to, be, to follow and to see because they are really making a difference out there. Yeah, fantastic. Especially the first two that I, yeah, I haven't heard before. So... 
I will watch some other talks myself and I'll put it in the show notes of this uh, podcast so everybody can learn more about them. It seems to be excellent examples. Tulia, could you, could you now share with us your favorite quotation? My favorite quote, I share, share this quote everywhere because this is the quote uh, that I really, it, it, it really guides me in a way. It's from Picasso, and it says something like this. Learn the rules like a pro, then break them like an artist. And this falls in everything I do. And this is what I repeat to women out there in whatever you're doing. Learn the rules. Learn how things work. Then you are able to start building your territory. Because what I find is um, working with women, specifically in the corporate world and, okay, also entrepreneurs, but most in, in the corporate world, the, the complaints I receive when they come to me looking for support is, oh, my voice is not heard. Um, I feel like that um, nobody cares on what I say and nobody takes me seriously, or I've been told I'm too emotional, or I am too aggressive. There are always many things they are told, and they don't know how to behave on those environments. And what I believe is, and Kristen's president, she says in one of her talks about learning the rules of engagement, which is exactly the same. Rule, learn the rules of how the environment you are about to step in, how those rules work, and then learn them. There will be a time where you're going to have to adapt yourself, even do things that might be um, challenging for you, for you, but you need to understand how things work first before you have a voice out there. It's about the same as learning a game. You cannot play a game. You cannot play a game of cards without knowing the rules. And you cannot bluff in a game without knowing the rules. <laughs> so like when I'm saying about the bluff is when um, you can say it, uh, make analogy towards taking risk or making decisions in your position, in whatever position you are. You really need to know what's going on around you. You really need to know um, who are the decision makers around you, who are the leaders around you, who are the people you can reach out for support, who are the people who are conflicted that you should avoid, and if you cannot avoid, how can you communicate with them? And it comes again from what we said before, how to communicate with them. It's not about what you have to say. It's how your message is going to reach that person, how that person will understand what you're saying. So this comes all about learning the rules like a pro. And then once you know that, then you can start breaking them as an artist. It's then we can start building up your territory, building up, engaging your community, building the community around you. And then is when you start making a difference. And then is when your voice really has power. Not before. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. The way you said it, I, I like a lot this, uh, this quote. Uh, you have said it before, and and I like now the way you have explained it very, very thoroughly, and I agree completely. And was it the, the same the I shared the last time? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> But it's, uh, I like the way you... See, I'm still following it. Oh. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, Tula, now could you share with us an exercise, something practical that you recommend us doing daily or weekly, a routine to shine? For you to shine, I mentioned before, an exercise that I will um, I always tell people when they start working with me, I said, from now on, you will become an observer. From now on, you will become more a listener than a talker. Mm. And you will start observing what people are saying and what their body is saying. And I'm, I promise you that you will be surprised to see how much um, this communication, verbal and non-verbal, is misaligned on people. And this is why, I mentioned this before, their message doesn't get across the way they want because they are not so somehow not so convinced or so um, truthful to that particular message. And they are saying something, they are trying to engage you in something that truly deep down they are not so confident of. So, and this shows in their body. And that's a very good exercise because then you also, at the next level, when you start observing people, you might wonder, you might realize there are certain gestures or certain ways of expression that you might have. And there's a moment for you to analyze and make, and make a self-assessment and say, do, why do I do that? Why, why, is it, why do I feel that way when I have to communicate certain things? Thank you so much, uh, Tulia, for, for this piece of advice and all what we have discussed today. So finally, could, could you tell us how we can learn more about you, your projects? What are the best ways for that? That would be my pleasure. And uh, please, I say, reach out. And for your community, to reach out. I'm very open. And my, you can search uh, for my own name, tulialopez.com. There, my webpage, you find um, mostly all the the activities I have, the trainings I have, and the events. And I ask you also to have in mind if you're around Zurich uh, on September 16, 17, sign up for our launching of the Speak Up and Lead Academy, which is going to be launched in a two days format where we're going to go through the fundamentals, the specifics and challenging aspects of communication. And in, the, in this project, our aim is to really build female global, uh, global players as those two ladies that I mentioned to you, women who, to have a voice globally mm -hmm. and also to build world-class speakers because we do need women on stage shining. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. I want to see more. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks a lot, uh, Tulia. All the best in this project and all the projects you are doing. You're doing an amazing job and all the best. Thank you so much for having me, uh, Oscar, and all the best to you too. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Did you like it? Please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Stitcher, or visit us at timetoshinepodcast.com. Until next time, 